Hey y'all, listen, I know Juneteenth was yesterday, but I got a special something for y'all today because I know y'all were out celebrating because y'all were doing the Juneteenth festivities, plus it was Father's Day. So I didn't drop this episode yesterday, but I got a bonus episode for you today. And don't worry, you'll still get your episode on tomorrow. So join me for this special bonus episode. Happy Juneteenth, guys. Hey sis, welcome to the Goodbye Heartbreak Hello Purpose podcast, the place where you learn how to move forward from heartbreak and achieve wholeness through emotional healing, spiritual growth, uncovering identity and behavior patterns, and saying yes to the calling God placed on your life. I'm your host, Candice Fatties, and I know what it's like to be heartbroken and confused about who you are and what God created you to do, but I also know what it's like to be healed and hold with clarity. If you're ready to have your broken heart mended, grow your faith, and discover who you are, why you do what you do, and what you were created to do, look no further. You're definitely in the right place. So kick off those cute shoes that's been hurting your feet all day and turn me up in those earbuds. We're about to get into it. Hi guys, and thank you for joining me for this very special bonus episode of goodbye heartbreak hello purpose i know what you're thinking sis it's not tuesday what are you doing here well i just want to say happy juneteenth to everybody and i am here with a special bonus episode in honor of our special day if you are not a black person please do not turn off this episode if you somehow landed here and say let me see what this is all about don't click off now stay join us celebrate with us we are happy to have you it's an exciting moment and i think that everybody should come and celebrate together I'm really excited that, you know, it's actually being observed by a lot of businesses and stuff this year. And so God kind of put it on my heart to do something special in honor of this day. I've just been doing some reflection about the past and history, ancestors and what's going on now. And so, yeah, let's I'm I'm like, let's do it. Let's put it all together in an episode. You guys, if I sound funny today, your girl is down with covid say a prayer for me, me and my children. My husband is on the much better side of it, but uh, we we over here struggling, me and the kids right now. So pray for me. I wasn't even sure I'll be able to get this episode out, but I'm trying. So hang tight with me. All right. So like I said, I'm, it, it's not all the, the fluff and stuff today. We are really just going to talk about the Juneteenth stuff, and like I said, this this is not an episode to point blame or condemn or really take a, you know, it's not about the negative stuff. Uh, you know, I just want to give just a little bit of history and how I'm connecting it to present day and how I want you guys to do the same. So the history, of course, you know, typically our country celebrates Independence Day on July 4th. Um, But, you know, on that day, unfortunately, our ancestors were not free. They were still enslaved. And so that's how this particular holiday came about is because the the Emancipation Proclamation was signed on January 1st, 1863, which was the order to free slaves. However, all slaves 
were not free on that day because the news had not traveled. There was no social media, internet, no phone, say, hey, free to slaves, none of that. So uh, yeah, they showed up to the last place, which was in Texas on June 19th, 1865. They brought an army just in case they won't let the slaves go. Um, but that June 19th, 1865 was when the last of the slaves were actually set free. I believe it was Galveston, Texas. Today, we celebrate that as our Black Independence Day. And like I said, I hope that the nation really can come together and help celebrate all as one to adopt this, you know, really into all cultures because it should be taught. It should be celebrated just as much as we celebrate the 4th of July and nowadays, you know, celebrating Cinco de Mayo. I hope that everyone can come together to celebrate this particular holiday as well. And I would like today, like I said, we want to celebrate and honor our ancestors on today for their sacrifice and the role that they played in who we are today. While, you know, I want us to reflect on this day, I want to challenge us all from this day on to really like, I want us to live our lives from here on out as a way of honoring their sacrifice. So I met my great grandmother on my, on my father's side, his grandmother, right? And um, I'm pretty sure she was not born into slavery, but I'm pretty sure that her mother was. And so um, I'm, th- I'm, I'm saying this because I'm sure that slavery goes back to my great, great grandparents on my dad's side. And I've spoken to my grandmother on my mom's side. And I know it goes back to my great, great grandparents on my mom's side. And so we're talking four generations from me which is not that long ago, you guys. Four generations ago, my ancestors were enslaved. And so, you know, everybody tries to make it seem like it's been so long, it hasn't been long. So with that being said, like, it makes me wonder, you know, if my great-great-grandparents could have ever imagined what their lineage would look like from the eyes of slavery. Could they imagine freedom could they, because I don't know that they lived to see the day that um, they were they were emancipated. I don't know how long they lived. You know, even if they did see the days of freedom, you know, there was so much to endure after that. I mean, you're free, but what do you have? There was sharecropping that happened after that. And, you know, just so much to go through in history with where we've come now. But looking just four generations down the road, where we are, I wonder, could they imagine where we are? Now, granted, I know that everything is not perfect. And I know we still like to see lots of improvement for Black people. But could they imagine to see us educated and buying homes and owning businesses and going to college, being doctors, being lawyers? Could they, ima- could they have imagined that? It really makes me sit and reflect on what their thoughts may have been like back then. I could only imagine that they prayed for their own freedom and or at the very least that they were praying for the freedom of their children. But I wonder if God gave them a promise to look forward to, kind of like he did with the people in the Bible. So I kind of want to shift a little bit for just a moment to the Bible. And in the book of Hebrews, there's something that we like to call the Heroes Hall of Faith. People like Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Moses, you know, and many others are mentioned in Hebrews chapter 11. And if you're ever looking for a little 
pick me up or empowerment in your faith, go read Hebrews chapter 11. Like I love to read that. It'll really bless your life. But in this chapter, you know, they're, they're naming the uh, author of Hebrews is naming all these people as people who are known for their faith. And they, they, they mention these people because God gave all of these people promises. Some of these people saw a portion of the promise, but nobody saw the entire thing. No one received the entire portion of the promise here on earth. And so it, the Bible says, you know, that God made promises to them, yet they, they died waiting for it, expecting it, believing it, meaning they died in faith. And it took generations for all of the things that God promised to them here on earth to come to pass. But God had such greater things in store for them in heaven. And so like my example of this is when we talk about Abraham, he's one of my favorites to talk about because, you know, God had given him a, a word, given him a promise of this land. And then, you know, he grew to be wealthy and he had all this, this wealth and servants and all the things. And he was like, God, what do, you know, I hate that I'm going to have to, I don't have a son. I don't have a child. I hate that I'm going to have to pass all of this down to a servant. And God told him, no, you won't. You will have an heir. He told him that his lineage would be as numerous as the stars. And Abraham had a, he believed God, but he was like, how's this going to happen when I don't even have one, one child, one son? And God made a promise to him. And so, you know, Abraham did, you know, he, he, him and Sarah, they faltered in their faith for a moment because they tried to make it happened on their own, which is where Ishmael came in. But God was like, no, this is not the promise that I'm giving you because Ishmael came from another woman. God's promise was was for um, Abraham and Sarah. And so that's where Isaac came in. And Isaac was the promised son. And so from Isaac, you know, that that's where God's promise that he would have descendants as numerous as the stars. It came through one child, one promise. And so Isaac was birthed and that was their only child. And then Isaac gave birth to uh, Jacob and Esau. And then from there, Jacob is the one that we, you know, we hear a little about Esau, but Jacob is the one that is mentioned in the lineage all the time. And so from Jacob, the 12 tribes of Israel was born. And from there, they populated these two million people who were ended up in Egypt and you know we know the whole thing about being enslaved and stuff like that but you're talking two million people from one one seed that God had promised Abraham and so it took you know a few generations but eventually it was as numerous as the stars right and of course it grew and grew and grew I mean we are the heirs of Abraham is what they, you know, we are known as. We are known as known as Abraham's heirs. And so as we look now, again, as numerous as the stars, but the promise is still continuing to be fulfilled that he gave Abraham oh so long ago. And so Abraham died in faith. He didn't see Isaac's children. I don't think he saw Isaac's children. Um, but, you know, he didn't see the population, the expansion. He didn't get to see the promise, but he got to experience a portion of the promise, which was Isaac, his promised son. And he knew that he was going to be able to have somebody to pass his things down to. 
And so I just wonder with with the same thing being said, like did our ancestors receive promises where maybe they saw a portion of it? Maybe, you know, my great great grandparents did get to be free, but maybe they had a promise from God for more than that, that they won't just be free, but one day they're going to be equal. And they didn't get to see that. I wonder if they got their portions and then, but able to die in faith, believing because they, they sacrificed so much. And I can't imagine what it took to endure slavery, knowing that at any moment, you know, you could be beaten for whatever reason you could be lynched or burned or you know just mistreated in any type of way like I don't I can't even imagine what it takes to go on in those type of conditions and then just four generations later I'm sitting here talking to you guys on a podcast completely free I am here I have my children my husband we own our own home my husband is a business owner we are college educated I have a specialist degree. I am a school psychologist. And this is not, you know, bragging or anything like that. But it's to say, could they have seen just four generations ago that I would be here? I think just a few generations back, you know, yeah, my grand, my grandmother, I'm not sure about my grandfather on my mom's side, but I know my grandmother went to high school. Um, you know, my grandfather, um, I never met my grandmother on my um on my dad's side, but my grandfather, I don't know the extent of his education, but I know he wasn't very, uh, he, he didn't go far in school. And he told me that his mother, somehow she knew how to read and write, which was impressive to me. And she taught him and his sister how to read and write. And so just thinking, uh, you know, just two generations ago, you know, the education level and what they think that we would be here, they still struggle. They went through, you know, the segregation and, and all of that, even down to our parents, you know, still when they were children dealing with that, the segregated schools and all of those things. And so would they think that their child, their grandchildren, and even their children, when we think about our parents, depending on the age of your parents, did they even know that we could be what we are? I remember my parents were like, you know, if y'all could just graduate from high school, like we want y'all to be educated as much as y'all can. If y'all can just get out of high school with your diplomas, we will be happy. So, you know, when we went, when some of us went to college, you know, it was exciting. You know, my parents were elated and I, I'm the third child. And I was the first one to actually graduate with my college degree. My siblings went back later. They got their degrees. But it's like, could they have imagined? And so I just want to, I want us to sit back and think on, you know, the things that we're doing in life right now. Are we honoring our ancestors with the lives that we are living? Are we honoring their sacrifices? Like, I want this to be a day where we can really just thank God for their sacrifice. Thank God for being with them and helping them to endure those very difficult times and for bringing us in just four generations to the place that we are right now, that we are free to speak. Like I am free to get on this podcast and share this with you. I am free to, you know, pursue my purpose and calling in a place right now that is not going to condemn me for doing so. I mean, people have their opinions, but what else are they going to have besides that? 
I'm very thankful to be in this place where I am. I'm thankful to God and I'm thankful that he he brought us here from the place where our ancestors were. And so I just want to think like I want us to think about our purposes and our callings because our ancestors had so much more to overcome in order to fulfill whatever calling God had on their lives. And they took it as far as they could take it. They went and did. And, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know a lot about, of course, like I never talked to my parents, even my grandparents about what it is they felt like God called them to do and whether or not they feel like they've done it. But we're, regardless of how far they got, we are to a place now where we are picking up in our generation, the batons, wherever, however far they've brought they've gotten and they brought us we have to pick up and continue the race we have to pick it up because we are now in a place where we are free to do it you guys we are free to run this race and be the best that we could possibly be so i want us to really think about that to really again thank god for their sacrifices their endurance and getting us where they've gotten us, the fighting they did. Um, you know, if any of our grandparents or parents marched for equality, for, and, you know, and uh, black and white alike, you know, because there were white people who were standing in solidarity with black people marching and fighting for our freedom as well and for our equality. So I want us all just to think back, like, what can, what are we doing now to honor that? Do we just have this freedom? Do we have these rights and are not using them to our full potential? Because if not, then it's kind of like we're not honoring their sacrifice. And that's what I've really been thinking about. Like, how can I make sure that I'm taking full advantage of the opportunities that were given because my ancestors did what they did, because they held on to their faith, because they they had the promise Regardless of what they did with it, God gave them the promise. God gave them the vision and they went as far as they went with it. And now we are living in their prayers, their faith and the promises that they had, that they died in faith, that they died before they got to see the entire promise. But now we are their legacy. We're their seed and we're living in the promise. And so just thank God for that. Like, just really think about it. Thank God that we are able to live in the promise that we are the descendants and we are able to access the fullness of the, of the things that they had prayed for, that they were promised. And then we think about the future, about our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. And what is it that we want to leave behind for them? How far can we go you know, think about the visions God has given you. And that's what I've been doing. Like I'm trying to think, God, the visions, the desires, the promises that he's given me. How far can I take it to set my descendants up to be able to be ahead of the game, ahead of the curve, to be set up for success, to, you know, not that they, I mean, everybody, every generation is going to have their own struggles, their own things they have to endure indeed. But how can I lessen my descendants' burdens? How can I set them up for good success? And it's not all about money. It's not all about leaving things behind. But what kind of legacy do you want to leave? Like, you know, yeah, I do want to leave 
uh, finances behind, but I also want to leave the mindset so that they can handle whatever financial things that I leave behind. I want to leave behind the mindset that, yeah, you have finances, but this is not all there, there is. Like if you want to keep what you have, then you need to be, you need to follow God. And so godliness and righteousness and faith is really important for me to leave behind because if you don't have that, then you lose everything else or you'll get caught up and get swallowed by everything else. Think about the lineage, the legacy that you want to leave behind for your future generations, for your descendants, for your children, grandchildren. If you don't have children and you have nieces and nephews or whatever you have, if you're going to leave your mark on this earth and maybe you don't have you don't have that, but you still want to leave behind a legacy for the future generation, it doesn't have to be your children per se, but you just want to pass something down to the next generation. What is it that you have to offer? What is your, your calling? You know, I talk about, talked about, um, you know, us all having collective purposes, but what is the calling God has placed in your life? What is the assignment that he has given you to carry out so that you can leave something behind for the next generation? So I just wanted to share that. It's just, like I said, today's no tips or anything like that. We are just having a candid little talk and really celebrating, like I said, happy Juneteenth, celebrating this day, honoring our ancestors who were freed on this day. And I want us to live the rest of our lives in a way that honors them, meaning that we are living to our fullest capacity. And I know that I'm, you know, I have room to grow in that area, but I really do want to live my life in such a way that it's like, thank you for doing this. I'm picking up the baton. I'm going as far as I can go with this because you set me up to be, you know, the person that I am and I'm thankful. So now I want to set up my future generations the same way. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you um, enjoy the rest of this day. Take some time to really think about what I said, to really think about what your ancestors may have been like. Some of you may have done your ancestry homework. I did not. I did, you know, I've talked to grandparents uh, before, my grandfather, before he passed. We talked a lot. And I still try to talk to my grandmother now, try to get some information uh, out of her. Um, but it's interesting because, you know, some, some, they know some things, some things they don't. And so I really would like to do some ancestry homework, but if you, you know, just take some time, like I said, it's not even about all of that, but just to know what our ancestors went through. And again, if you are not a black person and you listen to it, listening to this, you can do some reflection as well about your ancestors and how things have changed over the years and where you are and what you want to set your, your future set up your life like and how you want what you want to leave behind for future generations so everybody can definitely participate in that and I hope that you do and I hope you take some time today to really just do some reflection and maybe do some planning and maybe start thinking about that and how you're going to maybe have a mindset shift and put some things into practice so that you can have a great legacy to leave behind all right y'all I love y'all enjoy the rest of this day And I will talk to y'all tomorrow because you're still going to get your regular episode on tomorrow, which is Tuesday. All right, guys. Love y'all. Bye. Hey, sis. Listen, if you've been blessed, 
changed, or inspired by this podcast in any way, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way that you can thank me and show support for the show. Also, if this podcast blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Do a quick share and bless someone else. Please know I am so grateful for each and every one of you, and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me and other like-minded individuals in my Facebook group called Christian Women Overcoming Heartbreak and Finding Purpose. I can't wait to meet you back here really soon. Until then, remember to love the life you have while you're making it better. Love you, sis.